Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dashboard Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing developing the creator mindset. Now, this is a topic that I had kind of came upon myself when I was in the middle of doing some work for some other content. And I was also setting up some more interviews for this show. And I was thinking, you know what? I should probably go ahead and just make some tips that I would want myself whenever I was first starting off and getting myself accustomed to becoming a creator. So that's what's going to be going on in this episode here. And I hope you all enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get right into the conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, welcome back to the dashboard. My name is Tyree. You may also know me as Cryptic. And today I wanted to discuss with you guys the development of the content creator mindset. And this is just a topic that I've just kind of had on my mind recently as I'm discussing with my other uh, friends and uh, people that I know that are also in the same industry as what I'm trying to do now. And it's just kind of gone back and forth as to what do you really need to understand whenever you want to consider becoming either A, a full-time content creator, or even B, just doing it part-time or doing it as a hobby. There are just certain aspects of this type of work that are not upfront and present whenever you go right into it and you get past that little limelight luster of being a content creator and being famous and having people know your name and having people always looking at your work. So I just wanted to get started with that and see where this conversation takes us. So first things first, whenever I started this back in February, it's now September, so I've been doing this for seven months. I never really realized just how heavy of a job that this is. It's not something that is well understood by a lot of people. So you find yourself doing this kind of work alone a lot. You're going to spend a lot of time by yourself. You need to make sure you have a dedicated workspace to kind of help foster those creative thoughts because you are just pretty much like I'm doing right now. I'm going to be, you're going to be making conversation to the microphone or to the camera or whatever your media outlet is. Even if you're doing a blog post, you're just going to be doing a lot of solo work and you're not going to get any feedback on it until way later down the line, unless you're doing like something live, like you're streaming on Twitch or you're streaming on YouTube. So that's just the first hurdle that you have to overcome is you have to become comfortable with being by yourself. And it's not all a lonesome and, you know, solitary type of career. I mean, you do have collabs that you do. There's people that play with other people on streams and there's people that also do collaborations on YouTube with other content creators and they meet up in person too and they all hang out. But it's just something in the very beginning, that's kind of later on down the line. But in the beginning, you know, you have to kind of figure out what your style is. You have to figure out who you want to be. And it's just a very just kind of lonesome process in the very early stages. Now, moving on from that thought though, I do wanna emphasize that when you are doing this kind of work, there's no better you than you. And let me emphasize how I say that. When you are doing this kind of work, nobody wants to watch you pretend to be somebody that you're not. They can tell that easily, (laughs) very easily. Um, You want to be you 
and then you want to be you then some. I actually just heard this in a podcast by uh, Dusty uh, Porter, who does the YouTube content creators podcast. I would definitely recommend you guys check that out. That's something that I listen to on a weekly basis to kind of help keep my mind going in the right direction. But um, that was just a discussion topic that they had. And you have to be comfortable with being yourself. Don't try to force anything out of you. Just be you and then be 100% more you. Be 110% cryptic. Be 110% Julie or Jack or Joe or whoever you are because there is nothing more genuine than when you have content that's being presented to you and the person that is presenting it is 100% them and they enjoy doing what they do, they're doing and they enjoy their work. So so while we're on that topic, let's discuss what it means to enjoy your work. When you are getting into this kind of work, you need to understand how serious you are about your content. So that's what I was saying about either you're doing this full time, you're doing it part time or as a hobby. If you know that you want to do this full time and this is ultimately a career path for you, you need to really put that effort in. You have to realize that it is a business. It is not a hobby. You need to take time to invest in yourself. You need to take time to invest in your time and develop better skills, whether that be video editing, videography, learning how to tell stories better. I've done all of these things in minor amounts and in greater amounts. Um, where I put most of my focus on personally was learning how to operate Premiere Pro. And I invested into the Adobe Creators Cloud program where you can get all of their editing uh, software. So Adobe Edition that I'm using to record this podcast right now, Adobe Premiere Pro for video editing, uh, Premiere Rush, After Effects, all of those creative tools you will have at your disposal. And I pay that monthly. Now, that's an investment into the content itself. I'm not using Windows Movie Maker. I'm not using uh, iMovie, which iMovie is, that, granted, it's a decent software program. It's, it's okay. But when you want to get better at these things and you want to actually have more reliable services, you got to start shelling some money out. You have to understand you got to spend money to make money, but you need to realize what things are going to actually assist you in your goals versus which things you just want. Right now, I have a PC that I'm running off of. It's a gaming PC. If you see my YouTube channel, it's my most popular video is my gaming PC. Um, and that's where I can attribute a lot of my success to. At the time, that was a very scary investment. And I say investment because I actually use it more for work, even though it's quote unquote a gaming PC. What I started making my content on was my laptop that I was using for the last five years for college. And that thing was just not holding up. It wasn't rendering my videos fast enough. It was taking me forever to make my videos. So I said, you know what? I'm just gonna take the plunge. I know I need better software and better hardware to run my systems and to get my uh, videos out there. So I made that investment and now I'm seeing returns on that investment by producing better content, getting more subscribers onto my uh, channel, getting out multiple uh, tasks done at one time and being able to uh, really push my creativity a little bit further. So there's things like that. Um, I invested in a better microphone. I invested into a little bit better of a camera. It's more of a streaming setup. When I first started, I was going the streaming route, but in hindsight, if I could, I would probably get a better camera because I do want my videos to have better quality to them. But honestly, even a, a webcam would work for you. Even your cell phone would work for you. I'm still using my cell phone to record a lot of my videos. Cell phones actually have decent cameras 
attached to them nowadays. And you can just go ahead and upload that to your computer and just edit all of those footages. So a lot of these things, you have to kind of weigh out your pros and cons. You have to understand where you want to go ahead and de uh, delegate that amount of funds to and which things are actually going to help you out in the long run. I mean, that's just business strategy right there is making proper investments. Don't just get the new shiny PC and monitor because you want it. Get it because it's going to help you be more productive. Get it because it's going to help you whenever you want to split your screen up more and you want to be able to multitask. Get it because your videos are taking 10 hours to render when it's just a 10 minute video. That's literally what the issue was that I was having before. It was taking so long to render. So that's just another point that I had to, you know, get into my head and understand as I was moving forward with my uh, creative journey. So Moving on from that point as well, a healthy mind and a healthy bottle, a healthy bottle, a healthy mind and a healthy body will be absolutely, absolutely key to keeping your productivity and your creativity going. Now, what I mean by that, you need to make sure you're exercising. You spend a lot of time sitting down at this desk. You spend a lot of time in front of the screen. You need to make sure you keep your body mobile. You need to make sure you keep that blood flow, flow circulating. Um, also, you have to eat good foods to, of course, get that mental stimulation that you need. You need to have enough energy to make it through your streaming sessions or through your uh, editing sessions and make sure that you are giving yourself enough time to decompress. Make sure you have a space that you can get away from the work and uh, just focus on being you and just focus on recentering yourself. What I personally like to do is sometimes I'll just sit in my studio slash office and I'll just have all the lights off. Usually this is a middle of the night type of thing. I'm a middle of the night type of person. So you turn off all the lights or I turn off all the lights. I light all of my LEDs to my favorite color that I have in my room, my office, uh, uh, my desk. I have lights around the edge of my desk. I have a mat that has lights on it. I have a light bulb that has uh, lights on it and then a couple of projectors. And I just sit, I just sit and I think and I just relax. And then I listen to all the things that I need to hear from myself in my own mind. I sit here and I think about all the things that I could do. And then sometimes I just like to empty it and just think about nothing. Just sit there and meditate it out. Whatever you have to do, even if you just go for a walk. And um, back to my point about being a night person, I like doing things at night because the nighttime focuses the creative part of your brain a little more than the daytime does because you can't see all the shapes in front of you. You can't see everything that's outside. Your brain kind of fills in the gaps of what you can expect to be out there. So that's just another way that you can kind of force out that creativity um, whenever you're going through a little rut. Some people say, uh, this is another tip that I got from Alpha Gaming, aka uh, Harris Heller. He's another one of my mentors. Um, if, what he does is he actually is trying to learn a new language. So you're forcing your brain to kind to make two different ideas connect in a way that you've never done before. So think of doing things like that. And then, of course, tie all that in with a good diet, a good sleep routine, and of course, healthy exercise. And that's going to help you keep yourself on your A game at all times. It's more than just sitting at the desk and being able to, you know, speak on a video and, or, you know, make a review or do comments or do interviews. It's all about how you you are take caring of, taking care of yourself and putting that best effort back out, if you understand what I'm saying. So 
while I was in that whole tangent there, um, I also mentioned having mentors, which is another one of my points. Find yourself good mentors, even if it's not somebody that you directly interact with. A mentor doesn't have to be somebody that you have hands-on time with at all times. A mentor can just be somebody that you are following as a guide. I, I could be a mentor to you. I don't know what, what you consider yourself as or you consider as a mentor for yourself, but um, mentors will help keep you in the right direction and try not to copy those mentors, but learn their techniques. That's another thing that I have an issue with now that I've started this uh, this journey here is YouTube videos are not the same for me, not in the slightest. I can't watch any more YouTube videos for entertainment because I'm always taking notes. I'm always studying the mannerisms and how people do their cuts and how they do their music cues and how they're presenting information. Oh, I need to go ahead and get this information out in the first 30 seconds of the video and then tie it in with an intro and then tie it in with the topics. As an English tutor, a, a former English tutor, this is actually just a kind of a breakthrough that I just had in this moment speaking about this with you guys. So I'm sorry to get kind of nerdy on you guys, but you know when you're writing an English paper, what is the basic essence of a thesis, right? You have your three points. The thesis statement is what makes the entire essay worthwhile because you're letting your audience know where you're going with the entire topic. You guide them from point to point. And you have paragraphs in between to explain those points out. There you go. Make your videos the same way. Make your content the same way. Make that thesis statement. You start with the I think that statement. And then you don't write anything after the I think that because that's improper grammar. <laughs> but you say, uh, say I wanted to write a uh, paper on content creation, right? I think that content creation is not only a freeform outlet to help express my creativity, but it's also the future of entertainment as well as the, uh, now I'm losing it a little bit, but you see where I'm going with that? You see how well that sounded and how nice and organized those thoughts came out to be? Now, imagine going into the video and then you start with point one, you start with point two, you start with point three. These are just all kinds of things that you can use to help structure out your actual information to make your audience receive it better. And then you come off sounding a lot more professional, you sound a lot more organized, and then you get credibility. Credibility with the audience is everything. Anybody can just hop on a microphone and a camera and just start talking about all of their thoughts and start rambling. But when you actually have some sort of value to offer to your audience, that separates your content from everybody else. And that's what this game is, is making sure that you are being 100% you and showing that you have something to offer because everybody has something to offer. That's why I call you all kings and queens. Everybody is just as royal as anybody else born on this planet. And you all had the potential to do what you need to do. Now, getting towards the end of what I had for this conversation here is uh, just make sure that you are developing a good time management schedule. That's the absolute most important thing. And it is the hardest thing, especially for somebody as productively lazy as I am to come up with. But you have to come up with a good content or a good time schedule. So what basically I had to go through before I dropped down to part time is I was doing all of my crunch work on the weekends, right? Then I would record a video on Saturday morning, work on that all day. Recording a video is not just a quick, you know, these 10 minute videos, it's not just a quick 10 minute recording. It's like 
a three hour recording with a bunch of mistakes, a bunch of cuts and uh, me just recentering myself. And it's just a hot mess. I honestly don't understand how these videos come out as well as they do. But without diverging from the point too much, what you basically need to understand is that you have to start with a plan, make it happen sometime during the week, whenever you have your free space. And like I said, when you're doing content creation, you have to understand that you're doing a lot of sacrifice work. You have to make sure that you're getting your stuff consistently out and that you are making sure you're getting everything as good quality as you can, but don't try to be a perfectionist because we all make mistakes. And then having a good content schedule or a good time management schedule revolving around all of that just helps tie all of that in even further. Um, what I do now is I am kind of breaking up my content throughout the week now that I'm in the morning times, uh, have a little bit more time to record. I try to record on a separate day and then I go over to the weekend and I edit all over the weekend. And then that's why I uh, also started this podcast because podcasts are just a lot easier. They're quicker to edit. They're quicker, quicker to record. You have a lot more leeway when it comes to your mistakes because it's just general conversation. Everybody likes to hear that. It doesn't have to be pristine. And then I get all of that out. And then sometime around, hmm, say about Sunday, Monday, that's when my videos go out too. I only have my videos going out on a one video per week schedule. If I have a quick one that I want to do, then I will go ahead and do a quick one. Um, I'm starting to do this whole news game here with video game news, and that's actually a lot trickier than what I expected it to be because news is always something that's hard to keep up with. You have to be not only the first ones to get it out there, but you have to be accurate you have to cite your sources and you have to be quick. So and being the first ones and being quick are two different things. You don't have to be the absolute first person to report on a topic to get all the attention. Some people already have that attention just because they have a fan base and it doesn't matter when they post about it. But if you're not quick about it, then you're not quick about getting your information out, then you're information quickly becomes just uh, devalued. It's not relevant anymore because it's not within that time frame, or something else has changed or there's been a new development that's happened to that situation. So you just kind of have to be quick on your feet when how you are reporting your news and how you're getting it out to the world. So that's just something that I've been working on, one of my personal struggles. But as far as my video content goes and as far as my podcast content goes, I've pretty much got a good system down for that. One video per week is consistent. It's enough for me to handle myself without getting overloaded, as well as uh, doing a podcast episode. I am starting to get more recordings out, and I'm actually planning some more interviews for you guys. So don't worry, those are coming. And uh, we just kind of figure it out along the way with everything else. But as long as you have a good foundation and a good schedule and you're setting realistic expectations, it's another point that I wanted to get to that I forgot about. Uh, make sure you set realistic expectations, everybody. I mean, you can't sit here and expect to be cranking out super pristine, awesomely edited videos that is akin to somebody that has like maybe 150,000 subs or, you know, a million subs. You're not going to have videos that are of that quality unless you're, you know, a super great editor, which there's a lot of you out there that are, but you're not going to have all of that right off the bat. You have to kind of work at your own pace. You have to understand what your limits are. Oh, and pro tip, a lot of those channels don't even edit their own videos anymore. <laughs> they have editors for that. That's the point. So whenever you want to get to higher quality content and you, as you're going through your evolutions as a creator, just understand that it's a, you're going to have growing pains. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It is definitely a marathon. So 
that's pretty much it for a lot of the tips that I had for developing the content creator mindset. This isn't as long as one of the interview episodes, but it is a nice little one-on-one that I could have with you guys. And it's a little longer, (laughs) a lot longer than that quick little three minute awkward intro that I gave you guys at the beginning of the podcast season. So if you guys are still having any concerns or questions, I'm in the process of making a Discord server. So that way we can all get together and we can kind of discuss some topics and maybe work out some content strategies or even just have a good time and just want to decompress, we we can decompress and we can figure out some decompression strategies together too. Um, you can also find me over on my YouTube channel at King Cryptic. And that is where you will find a lot of my postings for um, any more content that I'm going to be having coming out. Um, any of my gaming news and tech, you will have visuals to go along with some of those as well. But I will talk about some of them in these podcasts as well. And then you can also find me on my Twitter at King underscore Cryptic. And those will all be in the show notes below in case you guys missed this in the podcast. And I will catch you guys in the next one. So remember, when you're looking for gaming news, reviews, and interviews, or just discussions like this, check your dashboard first. Thank you all for coming.